One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, Albie. Let's start with some housekeeping, shall we? All right, housekeeping it is. Reminds me of, um, yeah, nothing to forget. Back when, you know, 15 years ago when I left WRKO, in the middle of the day, I just kind of mm-hmm. like bolted, as Howie said, I went over the wall. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in the process of going over the wall, and uh, Howie's producer, Sandy, at that point said, uh, yeah, I have some housekeeping for you to do. That I'm literally abandoning my post now. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> it's just very interesting. That's how I always think about when somebody says, we have some housekeeping. But I do have some housekeeping, including a public service announcement. And to let you know how the world has changed. You know, there was a time in my life, Alice, that one of my jobs, when I was a male concierge, mm-hmm. one of my jobs was to um, send FedExes. And UPSs, but mostly FedEx is out. So I I became a master of the FedEx uh, Jiffy padded mailer, the FedEx pack, yeah. FedEx medium box, small box, <laughs> large box, yeah. the brown boxes they had back then. I was a master. Oh, damn it. A maybe ma- we just need a new power cord. We ordered we that power need- cord off Amazon. Maybe we yeah. should just get another one. I was a master, Alice, of the mm-hmm. uh, tracking number, uh, you know, the tracking number and how... Master of FedEx, FedEx Express Saver, FedEx Priority Overnight, FedEx Standard <laughs> okay. Overnight, okay. We FedEx get it. Ground. We I can get work it. it. I can work with anything. I was uh-huh. a master of it. Um, it was just because my years working in a hotel. So, so, um, so today I sent. Well, I today we printed out. I got. You remember last night during the avocado fiasco? <laughs> I got um, a magenta print cartridge. Magenta print cartridge, which I put in myself. And I reconnected your printer to the internet myself, and printed out a a um, a FedEx um, pack, packing label. Everybody okay there? Mm-hmm. And um, I went to the FedEx drop box near me, three miles away. No supplies. I went to one three miles away from that. There's no supplies in the drop box. Mm-hmm. I then went to a FedEx drop-in site. Which was in a plaza. I didn't know where it was. I finally went to the Shaw's in the plaza. This is now. I'm, I'm now making me to my way to Ipswich, Massachusetts. Okay. I'm in Ipswich now, and I said, um, 
okay, you're a FedEx drop location and customer service in a Shaw's grocery store. And the woman said, yes. I said, okay, do you have any of those little window envelopes so I can stick the thing on? And she said, no, but you can if you just drive nine more miles. The Danvers Peabody border, there's a FedEx office. You can go there. At which time I've called off my journey. I have not. I think there's two things going on here. One, either it has changed where you don't need that sticker anymore. So my feeling is I thought you could just tape it on with clear tape. Maybe that's possible. It used to be that you'd have to put the thing in a little window, not take the top strip off the window because the guy was going to grab it and do something to it. And then he'd put it back there and take the top strip off and then it was going. Now, maybe you're right. Maybe that's all it is. But I have learned I had to abort that mission and rendezvous back here with my family where we had a lovely, lovely meal. But there you go, guys. Just so you know, it also could be that these that the FedEx, uh, with all the shipping labels I saw in all the boxes, all mm-hmm. had an adhesive in the back. So maybe those have been phased out totally. Who knows? But I didn't know. I learned something here the hard way today. Um, but at least I learned something. So I now know something. I now know where the FedEx drop-in is. It's at the Shaw's in Ipswich, if you need to go. Nice. Um, and then Alice and I and and uh, my brother and a, uh, and a bunch of kids, most of whom were ours, we, we just went to a wonderful restaurant. You might have seen this in the tees. Had escargot. It was delicious. I drank the butter, obviously, because I get self-respect. And uh, I had a a prime rib, and um, it was, was like seventy-seven percent fat. It was so gorgeous. It was lovely. I rock and rolled that baby. And I will probably not have lost weight again next week. We'll see. But I rock and rolled that baby and made me so incredibly happy. And um, so that is that. That is um, that is probably not recommended by a weekend Wendy weightless. But we'll see. Well, it's the prime fine. rib's okay. You probably just eat a little bit much of it. Yeah. I also think, Allison, maybe... You know what? What happens Is it because the wire's touching other stuff? It might be these 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 speakers doing it. Oh. These speakers are bad news, so I'm going to throw them out. Okay. So, there you go. It was just delicious and wonderful. So, I feel like a million bucks. And we went on a big walk in Maudsley State million, Park. Right. Um... It's funny. Uh, John, um, Did you and the four-year-old get along during nope, the walk? No, he was a total jerk. He was the biggest single um, pronounced dickhead who <laughs> I've ever dealt with. He was terrible during the entire walk. And he's right here in this room right now if you'd like to see him. He does not care one bit. He was made his mother carry him essentially for four miles, which is right. great. He wouldn't let anybody else carry him or walk. It had to be me carrying him. But sometimes stuff in the world... Like our four-year-old who just stopped working. Sometimes stuff doesn't work. Um, uh, Kevin Williamson was on the Dispatch podcast, the Jonah Goldberg mm-hmm. podcast, podcast today. And he was really great. He's a good fit at the Dispatch. He should be there. And I know a lot of you guys probably are are mad at the Dispatch and Goldberg and Williamson because they, were Trump, they, were, they hated Trump. But it was really interesting. Williamson is this really great mind on the Second Amendment stuff. Mm-hmm. Big gun guy. And he just had some clarity about like what guns are doing what and where, et cetera. And it's certainly not the AR-15. The AR-15 is is um, is not a real powerful machine gun uh, or gun. Sorry, it's gun. not a machine gun. It's not a machine gun. But it's not a real powerful gun. Um, he said that historically, um, the 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 gun that causes the most deaths is the gun that's most everywhere. So that's a nine millimeter at this point hand mm-hmm. can gun. And um, <clears throat> and I thought it was interesting. In, this, in fact, that people do use the AR-15 for hunting. They're the go-to hunting gun. He said for things like wild boar, 
that's out there. He said himself mm-hmm. he's not an AR-15 guy. He's more of a bolt-action guy. But it's interesting just how two things that they had hit, and I hate to borrow from this podcast, but I, but I, it, it was inspiring to me. Something that you and I talk about all the time was just people have opted in to false narratives so much that it's almost impossible to have. And this is one of the reasons that the media has is responsible for the division in the country. Because you've right. got a half the country convinced of something that's just not true. Mm-hmm. It's just simply not true. Yeah, people and, believe all kinds of just right. made up stuff. One is the thing that the, that the AR-15 is the biggest, most mean, powerful gun in the world. Uh, and it's not. And, and Williamson made the, a great point. Um, and it's also like... It's not nearly. Obviously, most of the gun deaths in the country are caused by handguns. We know that. Mm-hmm. And most of the gun deaths in the country are suicides as well. Um, is it most or is it like a third? I think suicides? it's a lot. I don't know. He didn't. That's not Williamson. That's something I read recently. But um, it also, you know, one of the big problems is, and we've talked about this, departing from Williamson. Speaking of things not working, I actually signed up for the dispatch today. It says, mm-hmm. keep reading with a free account, because I wanted to reference the Williamson's article in this. Mm-hmm. It says, create a free dispatch account to keep reading. I mouse over where it says join, and you'll appreciate this. It is not a link, or the link is dead. <laughs> I think it, what's, what's mm-hmm. supposed to be a, a, a um, what's that image when you cut up an image? An image when you a sliced can... image. Okay. Is what it is? Okay. Yep. I think that's what it's supposed to be, but it is not. So I cannot sign up for my oh, free no. trial or offer. Oh, no. Wow. But the other thing that you and I talk about all the time are subsidies. And in the fact that people talk about carve-outs and giveaways to oil companies and, and you know, and the fact that there are all these tax loopholes for oil companies and loopholes for Donald Trump, et cetera. And uh, one of the things that, that Williamson mentioned was that, was that, you know, every, and this is, we, we talk about this, so I'll get off of Williamson for a second. Mm-hmm. Every business in every individual, like you and I, and everybody listening, if they go to the um, H&R Block or your tax account or whatever, you have them find every single exception for paying taxes. Right. Because you want to retain your own money. And that is a good thing. And the fact that people, Democrats, bitch and moan about this. And Republicans sometimes do, too, because Donald Trump didn't pay any taxes, etc. The Congress writes a tax law. They can write, write a tax law to put the screws to Donald Trump. He's going he's gonna to be the kind of guy, first of all, he had a huge bankruptcy, but also the Trump company runs hotels. Hotels means not only are you getting a you know, human being as, um, as a commodity coming in and out, human beings, but hotels mean, means supplies, means food and beverage, housekeeping supplies. It means engineering supplies. It means all sorts of different things. It, there's, uh, hotels are, are businesses with cottage businesses inside of them. There mm-hmm. are all sorts of things that are, that are happening in, in hotels. So, of course, that there's going to be plenty of opportunity to cover up. One of the things I mentioned today is that there's a manufacturing uh, tax loophole that Starbucks takes advantage of. And Starbucks doesn't really a manufacturing company, but they manufacture a whole bunch of bulk food that they then send out to Starbucks. And right. It's, and so there's, you take whatever you can get. Of course, but, you use every tax 
Well, exactly. And everybody to you. does. And there's a, like famously, if you guys aren't from Massachusetts, in the eighties they put on and the in the state tax farm for Massachusetts, they put on the option for you to voluntarily pay more taxes. And something like zero point zero 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 two percent people actually do. So I mean these are all all the tax laws are written. And also uh, many of these tax laws so for instance Ten years from now, when um, Tesla Wind Farm, it becomes the biggest, people start kvetching about them and all their tax loopholes. Remember, we're offering subsidies today for people to build wind farms, unprofitable wind farms all over the place. Right. And people are taking them. So Congress is happy to kvetch about this stuff, but they're also happy to put this stuff Mm -hmm. in. So so it's hard to have a conversation with somebody about, or even a debate about tax laws, uh, about how fat the, the oil companies get big t- carve outs and taxes. He's like, how can I even, you, if you don't have enough fundamental knowledge to begin this argument in a level footing, we can't have the argument. If you don't have enough fundamental knowledge to know that the IR 15 is not the most deadly gun right. out there, then we, where do we start? You, whoa. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. Is where, that from you gesturing? Where? Where do we start? <laughs> you know? do, are we losing also, power for some other reason? I also heard, I was reading, I decided to, to read a, a big leftist, I know, his Facebook today to see what was going on. And he said, the problem with um, with men is, um, who hate, the, to, to, who hate um, Drag Queen Story Hour, is that these men know for a fact that they're more than somewhat um, attracted to the drag queen. And they don't want to say it because it's a latent. And there's the old Republicans are all latent homosexuals, uh-huh. and they don't want to say it. I thought, and he said, and he said, but they're not going to read that. They're they're not going to um, acknowledge this truth. They're just going to sit in their echo chambers and talk to each other about how brow, how uh, macho they are. I thought, like, how do I start? How do you start a conversation with somebody there? Right. Like we talked before. Where I've had. Um, I've had, you know, arguments with people who said cops were killed during the January 6th attack. It's like, we can't start somewhere if you're Mm -hmm. not willing. Like, I have done my part. I acknowledge there was a mob attack on January 6th. I acknowledge it wasn't good. See, I'm doing stuff that the hardcore people in my tribe are against. See, because I I mean to have a conversation. But they're not willing to give anything. They need it to be that, see... You see, all you people who thought Trump was pro-cop, he actually hates cops because his guys went in there and killed cops that day. Ah, there we go. Good, good. So it's like I, I don't know where to, I don't know where to where to begin with a lot of stuff because nobody's in. What is your eating green? <laughs> no, Morgan about? just said I would start with. So you want to bang that dude? Is where you start when somebody wants to start that drag queen conversation. Um, that made me. Smile. Oh, good. That's all. Well, <laughs> but like even with, it, 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 they're not just, they're simply not interested. Like, so for, whoa, that seems rather not great. Is it just that light? I feel like it's just that light. It's, it's just that dark. light. I'm looking right at the Klieg light is piercing is in my brain. <laughs> yes. Um, um, so, like even the stuff of like with Andrew Tate yelling at um, Greta, that, that, Van, that little idiot, Greta, yeah. um, Greta Thunberg, right? <laughs> and she's a moron, an offensive little jackass, and whatever. But so is he. 
Yeah. He's a, like this weird dude, bro, bad villain te- like thing he has. <laughs> he's an idiot. And I don't know his background. I don't know. I'm sure that the uh, that he's that a lot of people are trying to go. He just got arrested today for human trafficking, whatever. I yeah, don't because know. of his Greta video. Really? Because not for human trafficking for that, but he was like wanted for it. And the from the pizza box in his video, the Romanian officials were able to confirm that he was in the country and track him down and arrest him. Oh, I didn't even know he was wanted. Yeah, he was wanted for a human trafficking thing. Yeah. So he's doing stupid videos in Ukraine. I'm mean, sorry, in Romania. Videos that sound like this, where he's puffing a cigar. Talk about <laughs> the TV. Release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do. But now, the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission profile. Okay, so he's like got this DB thing where I'm alpha, in your face, yeah, yeah. thing. You, you know, he converted to Islam because he's allowed to have four wives in Islam, he said. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even care what his thing is. But people are saying Greta Thunberg exposed him as, you know, being not well endowed and made, really looked him, made him, humiliated him, made him look terrible. And if the left actually thinks that that, that little barking moron. <laughs> she, ooh, she made a penis so, joke so about is, Andrew yeah, Tate. This like, is what ooh. I'm willing to say, okay, that he's an idiot. But if you're not willing to say that she's an idiot, then we can't start anywhere. <laughs> It's true. It's like- it's true because I don't want Andrew Tate either. Like you guys can have him. I don't care. But like they don't they never disown anybody who's quote on their side or whatever. So like you know, it it doesn't give me like strong feelings either way about it, frankly. Morgan feels you're on team Greta. Oh, I've hated her forever. Forever. I used to want to slam her it, brutally when I was writing columns and then editorials. And I was always tempered by the by the brass who said, you know, she's a 14-year-old kid. But I hate <laughs> I hate her. I've always hated her. I've always thought like this thing where she's obviously put up there by her parents where she's yelling, how dare you? And as if I did something, you know, before <laughs> she got here. You know, you know, we've all been using way too much electricity, whatever. It's like we've just been surviving, shrimpy, you know? <laughs> Go back off. Screw, okay? Because she sailed across the ocean to New York City and flew back, of course. So, sh- shut up. And so, whatever. But, like, so, I mean, and I'm kind of also just kind of over it. I'm over, like, why do I have to do the work for you, for me, and for you? Mm-hmm. And and I don't get it. Like I'm, and I'm not trying to even. This isn't even about me. This is about like reasonable people. There are many of us who voted for Trump twice. I am not at all offended by Donald Trump. I am. I've moved on to DeSantis now for the third time. <laughs> I think Trump was a good president for three years and sucked during the fourth. Although that last State of the Union was excellent. Um, although he was also sabotaged during the fourth. I mean, mm-hmm. it was he never had a chance. No, nobody has ever gone through what that guy went through. But I'm willing to criticize him. I have re- repeatedly criticized him many times. When I go right before I criticize, I look. I looked during his presidency. I looked into the allegations and thought, wait, it is going. I can't criticize him because what they said isn't true. 
because mm-hmm. oftentimes it wasn't true what they were right. saying about him. But you'd have to watch, you know, you have to have the time to watch full press conferences and full Trump appearances to know that. You know, it's fine. You know what there are in this world, Alice? There are bleephole countries. Trump was absolutely right. It's fine that he said bleephole countries. Mm-hmm. And just because you have a Pelosi and Schumer rat aide who runs out to uh, Lizzie, Olivia Nuzzi in half wits like that and says, Trump said something incredibly racist. Oh my God, you know who he means. And everybody takes it as truth. It's like mm-hmm. it's, BS, it's total and utter BS. There are bleephole countries. There are many countries that people, that good progressives, will never visit. Of course not. Good progressives, you know, who think of themselves as really good people who go to Burning Man every year are not going to Port-au-Prince every year. Mm-hmm. They're not. And it's not because the weather is not good, because the weather is good. It's because <laughs> it's a bleephole country. It just is. Okay, it's fine. We've got some bleephole cities in, in America, and they're very violent too. So it's all right. It's all right. But it's th- there's there's no good equilibrium. Well, right, and like we saw that come so much to the fore with the COVID stuff too. Like people just believing stuff that wasn't true. Like and and it just went on and on. And then even like when the actual COVID people you know, backed off. Like when Ashish Jha told people, I remember like the second Halloween of COVID, he said like this was 2021. He was like, it's safe to go trick-or-treating. You don't need to wear a mask. You're outside. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. And a bunch of people were like mad at him because they just literally believe stuff that's not true. And they're like, oh, I can't open my door if there's a bunch of people out there breathing COVID on right. me. Right. Like they think that this stuff's really happening and it's led to like, Real weirdness. Like, this has real outcomes for people, you know? And so, for example, um, there's a an account on Twitter called Dear White Staffers, which is, they, like, leak stuff from Capitol Hill staffers, basically. They're, I mean, they're a pretty woke thing. They, mostly, they're run by Democrats, I, would, I feel, generally speaking, which is why they're called Dear White Staffers. But this time they leaked an interesting one because they leaked texts um, from Katie Porter firing her staffer for giving her COVID. Fantastic. So Katie Porter texts to the staffer, why did you not follow office protocol on testing? It's really disappointing. And the staffer said back, I'm terribly sorry. You're right. I should have done better. Just because I felt okay in the moment doesn't mean that I was. And Katie Porter writes back, Sasha, I cannot allow you back in the office given your failure to follow office policies. Cody will be in touch about having your personal effects shipped or delivered to your home and will lay out your remote work schedule and responsibilities for your last few weeks. And Sasha replies, I understand. Thank you for the last two years and all that I have learned. I hate to have disappointed you in this manner. As I know it isn't an excuse, I had found out my friend from the Navy had been murdered and my head was not in the best place. Not an excuse, but the reasoning for the lack of forethought. I appreciate everything everyone in this office has done for me. And she writes back, Well, you gave me COVID. In 25 months, it took you not following the rules to get me sick. My children have nobody to care for them. Oh, that's great. Oh, what a wretched person she is. That's a good hit on her, too, because she, uh, she is a divisive, weaselly person. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've had to release a statement now um, where her spokesperson said the former... So you don't know Katie Porter. She's kind of the dowdy, um, working-class mom character 
who's become a rising star for the Democrats, and mm-hmm. she'll she's her her whole thing is you know she barely makes her payment for you know home heating oil, but she'll have a CEO up there who makes the you know eight figures and rip into him about what a piece of crap he is and ask how he can sleep with himself uh, or live with himself for having taken a jet there when she's got a you know Datsun two ten, whatever. But she's totally willing to like throw her employees under the bus if she gets sick. People get sick. People get right. sick. Just take care of your kids. Yeah, well, and also a lot Just of people- Just take care of your kids. My children have no one to care for them. There's been a lot of COVID going around. I know. A lot uh, of people have gotten COVID. the last few years, COVID. haven't we seen a lot of people get it? I think, it's <laughs> I think pretty, so. It's out there? I would say so. I would say so. <sighs> But yeah, like what a garbage person in that tone, the like moralizing tone. The person's like, I'm sorry, I forgot to COVID test. My friend was murdered. And she's like, well, you gave me COVID. So if your beliefs on COVID and how COVID works lead you to treat people like that, you're probably in the wrong and you probably are part of like a cult. Because if you're if you're at that point, then you've like already lost sight of the ball here. Right. The other COVID story that I saw today is Celeste Ng, who's a fiction writer, I guess. I don't know what she is, but she has a legacy blue check and 200,000 Twitter followers. And, um, you know, when there have been some pieces coming out now saying, like, you really don't need to mask all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And she writes on Twitter, what I'm getting from these just stop masking pieces is that deep down some people feel so guilty about not masking that they'd like everyone to stop so they can stop feeling guilty. So there you go. Here's a great example. How do you start a debate with somebody that starts there? Yeah. You just don't are writing that we don't need to wear masks because you feel guilty because you're not wearing a mask. Like, yeah, but I don't feel guilty at all because this is made up. I think I've talked about this before, she writes. But in grad school, there was this one guy on campus who always wore a bike helmet all the time, inside and out, in class, walking around. It was a bit unusual, but okay, cool. Was it a likes, bit unusual? Really, was it? If he likes wearing a helmet, why not? It literally makes no difference to anyone else if someone wants to wear a bike helmet 24-7. It would be ridiculous for someone to write a long piece in a national magazine about why this dude doesn't need to wear a bike helmet unless they were somehow feeling bad. Well, but it would be different, see, Celeste, if there were a whole bunch of people in the country who all thought it was really important and necessary for everybody to wear bike helmets 24-7. Then it would make sense to write a, a magazine article explaining why you don't, wouldn't it? It would be like someone writing a long screed about how weird people who wear seatbelts are because they personally don't wear a seatbelt and they don't see why anybody should and they're pretty defensive about it. But actually, this analogy isn't perfect because wearing a bike helmet or a seatbelt doesn't make other people safer and wearing a mask does. As most of these pieces point out, one big reason many keep masking is an attempt to keep others safe, including immunocompromised people. What these anti-masking pieces seem to be arguing is people who still mask are weirdos who care about other people, but I don't care and you shouldn't either. Did you know that was your position on that, honey? Uh... Um, so yeah, so she goes on and on this thread, like I could read it all day, but it's absolutely like out of the out of her mind like she's she's not like rational she hasn't asked the people who write the masking pieces what they think or probably even read their pieces about how we don't need to wear masks anymore and it's okay and you can take your mask off 
No. She hasn't bothered to spend two seconds thinking about what their worldview is or try to understand it or see anything from anybody else's perspective. She has no idea how people feel about masks or not about masks. No. And for a lot of people, and if this isn't, you know, like the origin of of even doing the show, for a lot of people, COVID for them was an opportunity was an opportunity to be a super victim. Especially younger people who, who you know, aren't really at risk. Mm-hmm. But it was an opportunity. And that's where we get the, I did everything right. I wore my mask. I socially distanced. But unfortunately, people out there didn't, couldn't be bothered to do it. Because they don't care. And now I have COVID. And my children are this and that. And this... And, but that's another and thing about way, that is she's generally, saying she generally, can't take care of her children because she has COVID. But generally, right, which is obviously ridiculous. But generally, in the normal times, if you have the most contagious, deadly thing in the world, you wouldn't put it on your Facebook wall. Mm-hmm. But look at me. I'm young, not at risk of dying, but I've been stricken. <laughs> I've been stricken. And that outweighs for them the idea that now now they're the contagious one, as the rules used to read. Mm-hmm. And still, even with the, with all the... I'm so sick. This is like when I say this is just getting old. It's like I'm so sick of this. How many times do people have to say... Like the the Hollywood guy I talked about last week. You get your, your booster the same way you've been getting all the other vaccinations, so you protect your fo- fellow man. That's why you do it. Mm-hmm. And when I said, but you're still contagious, he said... Well, you do it to protect yourself. That's why you do it. So wait a second. It's not really about the reason why you do it, is it? It's not. <laughs> just, you just want to yell at me, actually. No. So in other words, you do it so that you can be the kind of people who do it, which are better than the people who don't do it. It's Starbucks versus Dunkin' Donuts. That's all it is. I'm serious. This is such. This is all elitism. Mm-hmm. And your team. And especially in Trump reinforced that. The Trump team was already Dunkin' Donuts, and then it became... And then it became Dunkin' Donuts um, with um, with Trump with his bad hair and, and mm-hmm. gaudy gold toilet, et cetera, like that. And it gave them even a more feeling. It hardened their feelings of superiority right. that, that that these people are lesser than. And also, many of these elitists, you know, are right out of uh, either went to Columbia and are big elite media people, you know, who are making you know two seventy five a year somewhere, being a sucky TV person, or are work in Silicon Valley, work for Amazon, work for Google, et cetera, et cetera, and make a few hundred thousand dollars. And they, because they've already, they know that it's only Walmart trash who does, who who are Republicans or conservatives. Mm-hmm. They've deleted in their mind that there's a ruling class of elites now because it's just easier to relegate the Republicans. They don't need to be, it doesn't have to be Daddy Warbucks anymore, can just now be white trash. Yeah. And so even though they don't see the fact that they're now Daddy Warbucks. Right. No, they can't they imagine right, that. Because they know that they're really good people. Right. They know that. They know guy. that the Walmart mm-hmm. trash in, you know, Louis C.K. makes a good point. It's like, in what other case are you allowed to be making fun of somebody for being poor other than, you know, Walmart shoppers? Ha, ha, ha. You can't afford stuff that I can afford. You don't dress well. Ha, ha. It's... Okay. Well, but that's what the left does, is they demonize that everything that poor people either choose to or have to 
purchase. Like, you know, when they go after fast fashion, they're like, you need to buy more expensive clothes like me that last longer and are higher quality and better for the environment. Stop buying this junk clothing that's made out of microplastics that you throw away after one season and have to buy a new one because it's falling apart. You're destroying the environment. You're so immoral. Like, well, maybe some people have to buy their freaking clothes at Walmart because they're poor. Like... I wouldn't know anybody who shops at Walmart. <laughs> they don't uh, sell uh, cactus shirts like this at that Walmart. That might be a J.C. Penney's, is it not? I don't think so. I think I is got, that a Walmart one? I think it is. I think I got a spate of of somewhat ridiculous shirts all in one summer, and none of them fit. Mm-hmm. And now they do. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No. This one, yeah, it does. That is good. That is good. Um, but, um, yeah. Oh, by the way, breaking news, which actually I know this is going to, I probably should have told you this happened, Alice. Mm-hmm. Shaq asks Glorilla to marry him on Instagram live. This really <laughs> happened. Shaquille O'Neal might want to give marriage another try. The NBA legend 50. I don't like the fact that he's less than a year older than me. Has the internet buzzing after he approved to propose... After he appeared to propose to 23-year-old Memphis rapper Glorilla on Instagram Live over the weekend. Was it like a real proposal or is this um, like, is he just being funny? I don't know anything about this. Oh, I, I hope I hope it was real. You don't mess around with Glorilla like that. Glow, will you marry me? Shaq wrote in the comments of an Instagram Live conversation between Glorilla and comedian Drewski discussing her new music. Alice, what content have you absorbed more of? Comedian Drewski or Glorilla? <laughs> it's a tough one. It's it really, neck and neck? It's neck and neck, that's for sure. It's a very close call. Glorilla. The Wakefield Mall, by the way, says he thought you were wearing a hospital Johnny. No, not yet. This is a... <laughs> this is a although, one thing I'll say about that, the mm-hmm. girl from Malden, who when I was 20, was 23, who mm-hmm. gave me the <laughs> disease, among other things, um... Is that she did work in healthcare, and I got a never-ending supply of scrubs. It was a good time to be alive. You, you sc- wore the scrubs all the time. The sh- the pants that like around the apartment. And stuff like that, it, was, <laughs> it was great. I, I I don't even tell you what else she gave me. It's, it's... <laughs> okay. It was a weird time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, it's weird. Oh uh, yeah. I, I can't. I, if I say any more, people will know who I'm talking about. Um. <clears throat> so there you go, Alice. That's where we are. Glorilla, maybe tying the knot. Twenty-three years old. 
You were 23 years old when you married an old man. That's true. Also. 37. A man of wealth. Like uh, (laughs) Shaq. Well, he has a podcast at least. That's right. That's right. And we've got ads. Here's another thing. Um, This girl, um, this is, I'm so worried about this generation. Um, This really gorgeous, um, Sam Bankman freed surprisingly optimistic at meeting with sexy crypto influencer Tiffany Fong. Uh, FTX bad boy. Don't call him. He's a big puss. Don't call him a bad boy. Sam Bankman. Yeah, just because he's a criminal. Cushy house arrest was brightened up Tuesday by a visit from sexy single crypto influencer who said he seemed surprisingly optimistic ahead of his trial on multiple fraud fraud charges. Sources said Tiffany Fong stayed late into the night during her trip to see the accused fraudster hold up at his mom and dad's house in Stanford. Fong, 26, who specializes in crypto content, was the first person FTX founder Bankman Freed opened up to about his rumored polyamorous sex life. Why would he do that, I wonder? <laughs> in a phone call. It was By the first... way, I'm ethically non-monogamous, just so you know. <laughs> in a phone call, it was just what was published. Quiet. Um, whatever. That's his... Um, and by the, so this is why I need to talk to you guys. What is a twenty-six-year-old? Is that a millennial or millennial? Uh, it's like cusp. It's like Edward. Okay. Okay. Don't kick that. I I can I I don't get why you women. First of all, I understand that Alice should not be looking at me and saying, "Wow, I would like to be romantic <laughs> with him." And I know that, and I acknowledge that is a step. There's a there's a rip in the space time continuum, <laughs> whatever it is that causes that. We acknowledge. Just put that over here. And the Pete Davidson thing, where like a woman says, "You know what? I need an adult, emaciated, <laughs> non funny, talentless, not good looking guy." That's who I need to be with romantically, I, and I don't really get that. For some reason, Pete Davidson like is a walking aphrodisiac. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, there's no discernible talent. Like John Mayer, you get. He's good looking and talented, and he croons and sings romantic songs. I get it. Ching, <laughs> that's the winning combo right there. Yeah, you might not like him, but you right, you get right. what it is. Brad Pitt, I understand. He's mm-hmm. like a, a ridiculously handsome man, and women, a lot, women say, you know, it's very important that that man be all over me right now. I mean, That's, Jack Nicholson, you get it, right? Yeah, right. My wife <laughs> liking 87-year-old Jack Nicholson. No, the Mount Rushmore is in your But time, you've admitted but... that you would just simply want to have sex with him. <laughs> well, while married now. Not while married. Jack not while, would do. Not while married. So, 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 right. Oh, so you <laughs> divorced and then jet over. But I, but listen, I, I have to reach out to um, Tiffany Fong. <laughs> <laughs> who's really a thoroughly gorgeous young woman. Mm-hmm. Stop wanting that <laughs> to be a thing that could possibly affect your gene pool in a <laughs> negative way. That should not be with the Fong. The Bankman Free, that thing should not be duplicating itself anywhere. There was a time when... When nobody would want that. When society would say, no, it's just not happening. Sorry about that. She should not be going over to hanging out. Is this like a woman I used to know? I don't want to keep dropping girlfriend's names, but it was a mom of a girlfriend I used to have. Okay. Huge progressive. She was the first woman when we had Thanksgiving who decided that we invited her over. 
she decided that we weren't allowed to like say anything good about Thanksgiving or, or certainly ever mention Indians. She had a day of mourning, instead. right? She, exactly. And she she's she used to speak. Our friend, my friend Eddie, used to come around all the time, and she used to would speak. And he's Port, uh, Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican, so she would only speak Spanish to him, and he hated it. He's like, oh. and call him Eduardo, which is yes, not actually not his name in Spanish. Oh, it's just it was just such a terrible thing. But she loved everybody wretched. So my my then that was my then girlfriend. We're getting close here too. This is also get intercom ties. Um, the 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 daughter of the the woman mm-hmm. used to date in Winchester High. This total trashy pos from Woburn. Totally trash. I remember he had constant like your lighting makes me look. He had a real red <laughs> face, and he was stupid. And him and his little friend. Oh, God, this kid was stupid. Him and his little friend loved Andrew Dice Clay. Two years after, Dice was, like, all done. And they would do, like, hickory dickory duck. And it was like, that was two years ago the rest of us were saying this. And he was trash. <laughs> but but the mom loved him. and Because he was stupid. He was not intelligent. Uh, he was not handsome. He was a POS. He was not going anyplace. He was wretched in every single way. This was Woburn's worst. This is like this kid might as well have been raised in the the direct spill off of W.R. Grace. This kid was total <laughs> trash. And I remember she loved him and said, no, you have to look into his heart. You have to look into his heart. And, remember, and I remember saying to her, we'll call her Bethany. Bethany, just because somebody's a worthless piece of crap doesn't mean you have to love them. You know, I understand that it makes you feel good because we, you're from Winchester with a big Winchester house. It makes you feel good to love the wretched. Sometimes you can just walk past the wretched and acknowledge that they suck. That guy sucks. Nope. She never get over. Um, so what I want to say to you, Miss Fong, is stay away from Oh, SPF. by the way. Okay. T shirts hitting the town tomorrow. Okay. T-Shots hits 02108 zip code tomorrow. You know where that is, Alice? Boston Town. Boston Town, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. St. Patal's Town. Yeah. Orthodox Saint, by the way. Tremontaine tomorrow, Alice. You mm-hmm. know what Tremontaine is? No. Tremontagna is where Tremontaine comes from. Three Mountains. Exactly. Which is the name of Tremont Street in Boston because mm-hmm. there were three mountains on Beacon Hill. There was actually three hills. Was huh. most, most two of them were raised. One of them, they had a huge, they had a huge on the top of Beacon Hill right now in Boston, where the state house is, mm-hmm. right around the height of where the top of the Golden Dome is, where there's a big pine cone. There used to be a huge vessel of, um, like this huge. Let's think of a think of a a, a huge wok. Okay. Like the big bowl. Yeah. And it was used to make huge bonfires that people for miles around would see. Hmm. So that's your beacon. That's exactly. And you, that beacon would uh, alert people that the very peaceful Indians were coming to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> because the Indians were so peaceful at the time mm-hmm. that you'd have to alert everybody that you're about to be ethnically cleansed, just so you know, <laughs> by these very peaceful first peoples, mm-hmm. whatever they are. What what am I talking about here? Why am I? You're going out on the town tomorrow. Oh, I'm out on the town tomorrow. Saint <laughs> Patal's town, Beacon Hill. Alice? I like Saint Patal. Yes. What, what what number? 80, 85 Phillips. Eighty five Phillips Street. If you want to see where I used to live, you go look at eighty five Phillips Street. Look down there in the window. Mm-hmm. That's where our bachelor pad was. Um, Beacon Hill, and I'll be hitting the town, Alice. 
Mm-hmm. And um, oh, with the fellas early. An early yeah. hit because I'm old now, you know, and I, yeah. I like to see, I like daylight. I don't like whatever. And, so he'll be drinking vodka sodas at 11 a.m. tomorrow in Boston. Correct. And eating uh, essentially a packet of dust every four hours. So I should be plenty <laughs> obliterated by noon. Uh, it, I can't even think about how ridiculous this is. You know, I, I, it's your party. Go have fun, honey. Yeah. Maybe I'll um, propose to Glorilla tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'll pick you up at the train station. Um. So. So. Yeah. So. By the way, if there's a if there's a bar that you suggest, I I can tell you what I liked historically. I don't know if any of these are there anymore. I liked the Beacon Hill Pub, which is a dive bar. I liked Sullivan's Tap dive bar. Same owners, by the way. I liked our house. Um, the, the one out pub? in Brighton, the Hub Pub. That's still there. I don't think I'll go there, else. I put I logged too many hours at the Hub Pub. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was essentially like, I essentially, when I left the hotel industry and got on the radio, mm-hmm. I was like, I bid you all adieu. I'll see you <laughs> back here with in my uh, motorcade someday. It's like I don't have the motorcade, and I'm really like my trajectory really has not been quite. So I can't go back there. So I can't go. Although I did love the Hub Pub. Um, <laughs> um, but I'll have to go somewhere else. But of course, I mean, obviously. If the, the 21st Amendment is a great one. 21st Amendment repealed what else? Um, The Prohibition. Exactly. It's a great bar. A great bar. So we'll, maybe we'll go to those. It's so boring, though. I can't drink beer. I'll be drinking a, a, a little vodka soda or spiked seltzers. This is not, I don't even know why we're doing it. Really, I'm more for the walk around Boston. It's been a long time. Okay. Alice, what should we do now? We have the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. Shot chat to get to. And uh, this is the last one of 2022. Holy crud. Yes. Sunday will be January 1st, 2023. So this is the last Chelsea Firewicked Hotline chat chat. The last burn barrel of 2022. My goodness. My goodness. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Can you believe this? Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm, I want to get rid of this. I like the regular season. I don't like the... Um, the special, like this time just feels weird. It feels, mm-hmm. it's Christmas to New Year's time and then I'll have my 50th birthday and then I just feel, I just want the regular season play. I don't want the, the special stuff. I mean, obviously I'm solicitor's presents from my birthday. Oh, we got to send off some uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, by the way. Okay. It is uh, all natural, by the way. 5% goes to the National Firefighter, Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it's the best stuff in the world. I see you guys uh, posting on social media everywhere and tagging him. That's awesome. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Great company. Great guy. Great hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, what can you what say? more can you ask for? All right. Let's go to the chat chat, Alice. I have not previewed these. I don't know who sent what or where. Um, my plea, my solicit, uh, my For ask names. that people use names has been used to, <laughs> to mock you, uh, to mock me, <laughs> and to deceive me, as a, as a, as it were. So uh, here we go. Hundred percent behind supporting the advertisers, especially Chelsea by a wicked hot sauce. Here we go. Love it, yeah. love Kim, it, love that they're local. But man. If you ask us to start calling in and singing along with freaking kids bops, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, who am I kidding? I'll still call it. What a good guy. Mm-hmm. What a good guy. Tim, I'm working on a mutual friend, by the way, for one of next week's shows, uh, just FYI, one of next week's Burn Barrel shows. I'm also back mm-hmm. in radio next week, WTAC. I think I'm back in radio. I'm not sure. 
let's see. Tom, I'm honored that you want to be buried in my backyard. There we go. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, actually have a few plot locations in mind that you have a choice. Ooh. Actually, a couple choices. So when I have a chance, I'll make a little video and put it out there on Twitter. And That'd be a cool. Tour. Yeah, no, and, I'll uh, just come in the dead of night. You to, spend, to uh, your eternal rest. <laughs> uh, I think it's very appropriate. You said you want to be cremated, I believe. Sure. Uh, since you are the co-creator of the Burn Barrel podcast. Yes. So maybe we can have a uh, a burn barrel right on my property, sponsored by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. <laughs> uh, we can take care of the cremation, the burning, and then the burial right there. Uh, we'll call it Airbnb. And instead of bed and breakfast, it's just burn and burial. <laughs> and I can maybe start a little business. And well, I, I don't it. know. I don't know necessarily the burn and burial. I don't know necessarily you want to. <laughs> have a charred cadaver there i don't know but i'll tell you one thing danny i am all for it you want to have me fully involved in flames <laughs> go right ahead I've got room for a few graves i don't think my wife will mind uh, and i was actually looking at the laws from massachusetts and uh you are allowed to sell the property with the graves and bodies still buried oh, and that's actually wow. illegal for the uh, new property owner or anyone else for that matter uh, to mess with they bury bodies, so they're there forever. And maybe, uh, you know, when you pass, Alice can use some of that life insurance money to purchase, uh, you know, a lifetime lease on a little plot of land Ooh. in Billerica, and she can come visit you, and the kids can come see you, and you know, look at where your urn is buried whenever they want. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we might be sitting on a gold mine. Let's uh, workshop this. I'll uh, keep at it. Maybe you guys can have a cut, and maybe I'll have another sponsorship for the Burn Barrel Podcast. More to come. What a comprehensive package that Danny put together. That yeah. is well done. Yeah, Thank good you elevator much. pitch. I like it. Well, and also mm -hmm. the idea that he's looked into the details of that, and that's good, that nobody can disturb the body, so nobody can grave rob my um, <laughs> cactus Walmart shirt. <laughs> We're going to put that in there with you yeah. after we burn you in the burn. Yes, after I'm charred. I want that. I want to be dressed again. <laughs> Do we hey, have do we have to put like more grave goods in? <laughs> like, yes, you like want to be Pharaoh buried had. like an ancient king with like, yes. we have to sacrifice all your servants too and bury them in there too. You know, you could. <laughs> I could in, commit ritual suicide. Well, I mean, Eva, Eva Braun cared about her husband, you know. <laughs> Not saying it's a perfect parallel, but. Hey, howl. Hey there, Tom. This is hey. uh, the new owner of 1080 out in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, wow. I'm thinking about turning that there, uh, radio station into a country radio station probably make money how do you feel about being called a cowboy tom all for it you want me to he's do he's willing to be called cowboy I'll tom yes cowboy tom i will be i will be, uh, be drag queen <laughs> in, i will be drag queen tom. in a halter top reading to kids <laughs> if you want i don't care whatever you want uh i put the h in whore i am can you say uh the first five first caller Within five minutes, gets free Garth Brooks tickets. Ugh. Can you? Can you be my little cowpoke? <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> oh, man, I hated Garth Brooks doing the... I mean, he has the best country song in the history of all country songs. Um, Friend of the Little Places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just him with his collarless shirt from the 90s, I was very much, you know, I bought all of Chandler's clothes in the in the 90s. I couldn't believe Garth Brooks like dressing like that, having like white jeans and like white sneakers. Like, what are you doing, man? Oh, very offensive. Very, very offensive. 
<laughs> hey, Tom. Um, I was wondering if you find it annoying, like I do, when somebody who knows it's colder where you're at still rubs. It's like a slight rub in the face of how warmer it is where they live. I just don't get it. It's 54 here in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. So um, I was just thinking about what was I thinking about? Another cliche that I'd have, I'd had so much of. I had so. It's funny because I almost thought it was. This is where my mind was going today. I was thinking about a certain podcast host who I've invited on, and that it'd be good to talk to him about this cliche. But what was the cliche? But it's just like it's going to be a great conversation. I can already tell. Uh, it was kind of like. Um, like saying, oh, I'm shoveling three more feet of global warming kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, I think somebody had said, like, there's two kinds of weather in Boston, winter and construction. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> that kind of thing. I forgot, I forgot what exactly it is, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's hit the cutting room floor. You will not be hearing that uh, if I talk to anybody from the better side of Winchester than me in the near future whatsoever. Hey, Tom, thanks for the full story on the Moose Look Wobbler. I thought oh, that thanks. was pretty cool. Neat connection to your father. I uh, appreciate the kind words as well. My pleasure. As a matter of fact, I talked to my uncle who lives up in that part of Maine, uh, right on Lake Moose Look McGuntic, uh, and he said that's actually their nickname for the really fat guy that lives in town. So there you go. When you uh, head, head to Rangeley, Maine, you might see the Moose Look, wo- Moose Look Wobbler uh, wobbling around. I already like him, the Moose Look Wobbler, the guy, the fat guy. <laughs> Who wouldn't like him? I know. Every town needs a fat guy, Alice. Am I the fattest guy in town still, do you think? Or is there a fatter one? Mm, I'm not sure. You're still in the running, I would say. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> nice. Appreciate it. Uh, on another note, regarding your avocado heist, yes, sir. I was trying to use my powers of deduction to figure out which chain you were talking about, which yep. establishment this incident occurred at. <laughs> and a couple uh, facts sort of stuck out at me one is you said they didn't have shopping baskets only carts Uh oh so that's why you decided to free ball it that's uh, right I thought that was interesting because i feel like any place that's grocery oriented would have some kind of a basket right so that mm-hmm. brings a chain to mind um and, then, and I actually know that's further comment. solidified in my mind by the fact you said you went back inside for the computer item right <laughs> which i assume is the print cartridge so right mm-hmm. this store sells avocados as well as print cartridges i'm guessing yep. <laughs> if i'm yes. correct yes so that really narrows it down in my mind. I don't want to out anyone. Right. You also mentioned it was owned by a family far, far away. <laughs> that had me thinking. And also um, that they usually check know what seats at the door. <laughs> also, it was a tell for me. Could be, you know, thankfully, the um, the Phil <laughs> and, and Evelyn Target weren't uh, in town <laughs> on a trip. Based on your other clue. And I've heard you talk about a few other stores. So, I don't know. I'm trying to narrow it down here. Detective Sullivan is on the case. Uh, or if I'm going to use my middle name, Alice, Detective Jeremiah. So, uh, yeah, if we can get a few more clues, maybe we can figure it out, have some kind of a contest if we can guess uh, well, where this crime occurred. Let me give you a hint. Um, I, although I think he's narrowed it down pretty, pretty much. I mm-hmm. mean, it could only be Target or another unnamed place, I think. But, um, so, um, oh, no, no, here's my other um, rationalization. Okay. The state of New Hampshire has stolen from me 280 bucks. It was like, uh, that when did they steal 280 bucks from you? 
year was 2004. I was with my girlfriend at the time, whose mm-hmm. mother was the one who who loved the Woburn Trash Kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were driving quickly down um, in New Hampshire, and I, uh, Stady pulled me over. And I got I was driving really fast, and he busted me, and it was like 200-something bucks. And this is this is... This is typical. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't believe it. I wasn't making much money. I was new as the radio receptionist. So right. like 280 bucks was a lot of money to me. So I wrote them a check finally and wrote on the check in the notes field, bleep you. Mm-hmm. And then they claimed they never got the check, <laughs> <laughs> which is what happens when you write F you. Hmm. to somebody who has a little bit of power. And so that's it. So my feeling is this. This is reparations for the state of New Hampshire sticking it to me when all I was doing was driving down the road. I'm a good citizen. There's a lot of uh, fentanyl moving through New Hampshire. That's not me. Somebody else. (laughs) So I was put upon by law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Thin blue line. I say a cab. And this is my what my do. So, but... This establishment is not owned mm-hmm. by the state of New Hampshire. No, but they are a, what I call, Alice, and I, I coined this term, they're a stakeholder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in that way, they're related. Gotcha. So, yes, it has to be stuck to them correct. <sighs> happy New Year, everybody. Hey. Uh, happy New Year, um, Tom. Happy New Year, Alice. Happy New Year. Thank you. <laughs> um, Kenneth James, fellow Hoosier. Happy New Year. Who's Kenneth James? No, let's look this up. What the hell is, if this, is this somebody? Is this a porn star? Kenneth James. Kenneth, Kenneth Jameson? Oh, Kenneth James. Oh, she is a porn star. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Give me a second here. Uh, fellow Hoosier? Real Kenna James on That's Instagram. okay. Let Hold Justin finish his message. I want to see who we're talking about here. She is a handsome woman. Well, happy new year, Kenna. Yeah. We'll be meeting me down at the <laughs> Beacon Hill Pub tomorrow. Good. I'm glad. She sounds like a fun girl. All right. Maybe she'll wear the Mrs. Claus outfit. Um, <laughs> she has enough respect for her spouse to do that. Probably. Else. Happy new year. <laughs> happy new year to... Um, uh, everybody else, every listener, and uh, Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce. Happy New Year! <laughs> happy New Year, Justin. Appreciate that. Thank you. You don't get, give him one. Ha- no? I said Happy New Year back when no, I said Happy New Year, Justin. Half hearted. Hey guys, uh, just hey. playing a little catch up, and I caught your appearance with Montante on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, I don't know what the DSL thing you have going on is. But I think I know what brings it on. Your insistent, your incessant ass kissing must impact your lips. Hoo-hoo. Let's count the asses kicks, kissed in that one podcast. Mm-hmm. You can start with Montante, no. then in no particular order, move on to Jerry, Kirk, Portnoy, <laughs> Big Cat, Blind Mike, and then there's Michael Graham, who you slammed, yeah, yeah. only to turn around and say how much you love him. So, Tom, my suggestion is you get up off your knees, quit puckering up, quit the slobbering, and, and I have a feeling your lips will clear up. Oh, that's Enjoy see. the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for offering my... us this uh, opportunity to chime in on the chat chat. Have a great New Year. I appreciate that. Thank Happy you so New much. Year. I don't think the Montante hit. Um, 
I don't think I was ass kissing. I like Portnoy. I think that that, that he's great and that the Barstool is great. I like Minahan. I don't. Did he mention Minahan? <laughs> I like him. He did. Visit. He's got a good show. I like Jerry. But I like these people. I, I don't love everybody. I mean, want me to say something bad about somebody? Yeah. Uh, no, don't end the year on that. Okay, note. I'm not going to end the year on that. Okay. I like all those people. My goodness. Stay positive. I am staying positive, Alice, and I'll be in. Speaking of positive. <laughs> I'll be in there's when I stay in what Connecticut. What do you mean speaking of positive? Down on on um on in Avon, Connecticut, there's a place like in a <laughs> I wonder sometimes it's in this little plaza and I wonder like if I'm oh my goodness. <laughs> that light is not doing yeah. well. It's called dogology. <laughs> okay. And it's got all things Dog, like dog cookies, uh-huh. dog clothes, dog stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I th- think to myself, because I walk past it. Okay. Is it typical to have so many violent thoughts? And then I try to <laughs> wrestle. I have to like reckon that with the idea that, you know what? They're probably good people. It's dogs. You know, that's, those are mm-hmm. good, with some exceptions. And it's a good thing. But then again, I'd say it's so too damn cute for its own good. Dogology sounds like the husband's in finance. They live in Greenwich, Connecticut. This is my assumption. This is the wife who runs a... You don't a, know that. They hold could on. be awesome Alice, Alice, I know I don't know that. I'm okay. telling you, okay. this is my feeling in my mind. This is where my mind goes. Okay. The husband's in finance. She runs dogology at a loss, but he's mm-hmm. giving her something to do. And it's dogology. We oh, don't I go, know no, any of that. you need to go to this it's place. It's just slander. I don't know either. I know. But maybe it's a great place. Maybe it's, maybe it's great. Go. Maybe they're great small business owners and they work really hard. And Let me tell you one thing. If they, want to, uh, if they want to um, advertise on the Burn podcast, yes, well, they they they're not going to now because somebody just completely made up an I'm willing to retract thing. everything, dogology. <laughs> We've resorted to threats to get sponsors. Happy New Year, uh, everybody. I can't believe it. Happy New Year, last Burn Barrel of 2022. Can you believe it? We're going to enter a new year of Burn Barrel next year. If you want to join the live chats and um, extra content, you can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can always find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.